Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Science Pals. It's Grace. Welcome back to Snappy Science with the Random Theory. This week, we're talking about the man, the myth... Ken. I'm just kidding. We're talking about Oppenheimer and the Manhattan Project and the relative science that's involved in this. And let me be very honest with you. It's really cool that we're watching this movie and it's really unique that we are still living in the atomic age. If you think about it, there's still nuclear weapons everywhere that everyone has access to now. So let's go back to the roots. What was the Manhattan Project and how was Oppenheimer even involved in it? The Manhattan Project was a top secret program to make the first atomic bombs during World War II. Its results had profound impacts on history. I mean, the subsequent nuclear arms race has radically changed the political world order in ways that are still evident today. Like we are still in this nuclear arms race and nuclear warfare and the atomic age, which is crazy to think about. So thousands of scientists, including theoretical physicists, J. Robert Oppenheimer, or as he was known as Oppie, took part in the Manhattan Project. Often, while they and their families were lodged in secret military bases and remote locations, it resulted in two atomic bombs dropped on the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in August of 1945, which brought World War II to an end and took the lives of more than 100,000 people. The Manhattan Project harnessed the enormous energy in the nucleus of the atom for the first time. One of the project's consequences was the creation of a terrifying, opposing arsenal of nuclear weapons. But it also resulted in innovations from medicine to space exploration and in science and engineering of civilian nuclear energy. So it wasn't all bad. It still helped progress science in a unique way. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers created the Manhattan Engineer District in June of 1942 to hide the development of the atomic bomb during the war. Hence, you know, the effort's name of the Manhattan Project. But historians of science explain that this project actually originated from an idea in the late 1930s that Nazi Germany might build an atomic bomb, so the U.S. should do it first. An historical record reveals that Germany didn't get very far, but they did have a prospect of a Nazi bomb that was actually horrifyingly real. That was just a whole terrible period of time, if you ask me. Several leading researchers worked for wartime Germany, including Werner Heisenberg, Even so, many scientists who favored an American atomic bomb, including Hungarian-born physicist Leo Szilard, had fled Nazis in Europe. So, in July of 1939, Szilard and others enlisted to help the renowned physicist Albert Einstein... And then on holiday in Long Island, New York, they came to support them by writing a letter to President Franklin D. Roosevelt. And it's known as the Einstein-Sitzler letter. 
and it quite literally changed history. It actually led Roosevelt to convince a committee to investigate the possibility of building an atomic bomb. And in 1941, this group became a new committee to lay the groundwork for the full project. And after 1942, the Manhattan Project was a recognized allied effort to build an atomic bomb. It mainly used uranium ore from a mine in what is now the Democratic Republic of the Congo, which was a kept secret from the Germans for a long time. Otherwise, the project was conducted in the U.S., primarily at three top secret towns. So there's Oak Ridge, Tennessee, where the uranium was enriched until it was radioactive enough for nuclear fission. Hansford, Washington, where reactors were transforming the uranium into plutonium and even more powerful nuclear fuel. And Los Alamos, New Mexico, where, you know, this is where Oppenheimer directed the laboratory that designed and built experimental atomic bombs. And there were also dozens of smaller sites and officials went to extraordinary lengths to keep all of this secret. Can you imagine like working in a little secret town with scientists and the smartest people in the world trying to figure all this out. I think what's insane is the U.S. spent around $2.2 billion, which is the equivalent of $37 billion today, to create and use this project. A $37 billion project. That is unreal. But here's the thing. The danger of the Nazi bomb had faded and Japan was now the designated target. Although Japan never had an atomic bomb program, the idea of stopping its aggression with a show of awful destruction became fixed upon by the Manhattan Project leaders. Oppenheimer is seen as essential to the success of the American atomic bomb project. He contributed to some of the early scientific breakthroughs in the project, but his great gift was bringing together scientists engineers, and other technicians to collaborate on and use their problem-solving skills, which truthfully, I think, was what made Oppenheimer so fantastic was he was willing to listen to people to work together and create this collaborative scientific effort. But Oppenheimer was ambivalent about these results. The most famous quote by him was, now I am becoming death, the destroyer of worlds. And it really did not sit with him well. He felt responsible for everything that he did when building this atomic bomb. So I think this goes to us asking the question of when does science become good and wholesome for the world, which is a conversation we have had many, many times here on the channel and on our podcast channel. But now you know a little bit more about Oppenheimer, what the Manhattan Project was, all the thought that went into it, how many people were working on it before you go see Oppenheimer in theaters. Just remember, it's a dramatization and there's so much more science and information for you to grasp and uncover after or before you go see the movie. So enjoy it, learn something from it, and of course, stay curious. I'll see you guys next Monday. Bye! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.